the Weeb Initiative, I'm your host, The Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'll be talking about anime, manga, and everything in between. This week I'll be talking about one of these those weird gems that I find from the early 2000s, Noir, or Noaru in Japanese. So, before I even start, um, spoiler alert, as always, uh, the basic disclaimer, though, this time I would say... I will not. I try not to spoil everything because it is hard to explain right at this point. But this anime is kind of a trip and a fever dream in a good way, but a trip and a fever dream at the same time. So I would say, yeah, I will not spoil everything. This may has also become um, kind of a short kind of review, but yeah. That's basically it. So, let's just start with the stats. So, Noir was originally aired from April 2001 to September 2001. It was made by the studio B-Train in partnership with JVC Kenwood Victor Entertainment, who, from my understanding, helped with and produced the music on this show. And from the credits of the show, I saw also IG production. So, as I always as I always say, uh, most of the things I watch are done by IG production in one way or another. And uh, once again, they appear in uh, an anime I didn't even know they had a hand in. So that's that's about it. The anime was directed by Koichi Mashimo and produced by Shigeru Kitayama. Basically, that's the stats for the most part. The, um, the anime is in the really early 2000s. It's an anime about adventure, uh, a bit of drama, and one of the <laughs> one of the things that. It, they allude to in the Wikipedia article and some other articles I've read about it is um, Noir is basically kind of a inspired take in the Girls with Guns uh, genre, subgenre more or less of media. So one of the calling cards I think of the this anime to me was uh, two girls with guns. That, that's that's the calling card. The the thing that. I went like, yeah, I might, I might watch this, and, and that's basically it. Yeah. So about the story and why did I watch Noir? And here is the difficult part of this review, right? Uh, Noir is such a trip. It's such um, art project more more than an anime itself. What I want to say about this is that what I mean to say is that. Um, Animation is, is beautiful for the time. Um, music is astounding to the point that the music is so not overbearing, but it is so fleshed out that you will notice the music. 
every piece of every song, every every piece of music that plays in the anime was purposely produced for this anime, and that's awesome. First of all, I already I love anime that have production value in most in other parts other than the the plot and the animation, but. Uh, music and the background of things, I, I really like it. And for the most part, the um, the one point I want to make at this moment is a bit of foreshadowing for the later parts of the review, but for all its good things, Noir's plot is the one that suffers the most in comparison to other parts of the composure. So, let me get the, the story rolling so I can talk a bit more about it. So, Noir starts really setting up um, kind of a foreshadowing of the, the premise of the anime with um, a, a kind of a prophecy, a kind of an old text kind of reading and so on and so forth about two maidens who protect children with the hands stained in sin and they enact sin upon sin and lure the um, sinners towards the the burning flames of hell or something like that uh, that is really like something that just stands out at the start because it, it doesn't really correlate to anything until like the half to the later half of the anime and basically that's just one piece of like text or a few minutes of the first episodes that they take away to say this and that you will not you will not know what what the hell is happening right so for for reals now the story starts with we meeting our main protagonist Mireli Buke who is, uh, at this point, a French hitman, who is contacted by a Japanese girl named Kirika. For the sake of this review, the surname of Kirika is not really important. I'll explain that in a bit. So, and, and um, the request is that uh, them both, Kirika and Mirele, go into a pilgrimage to the past. And basically, Mirelle is at France, and she travels to Japan to confront Kirika head-on. Because it, as a hitman, she... It's never really explained, and this is a, a trend we will see here. When I say the plot is kind of... Doesn't really stick the landing in this anime, the plot is really badly explained. They kind of have some... Uh, subliminal, let's say, between the lines kind of implications, but some of the things that just don't really make sense or don't really... they don't get, get explained at all. So, Mirelli travels to Japan to confront Kirika head-on about this pilgrimage to the past kind of deal. And when she, um, Mirelli finds Kirika, they start being chased by armed men, and just a heads up, right? At this point, Mirelli is armed 
and it it is her signature gun for the whole anime. It's a Walter P P99, which is a fairly at this point 2022 is not really modern anymore, but at the time was a, a kind of a modern uh, looking compact pistol. But and and this is a thing, right? The um, director in interviews commented about the stylistic choices they chose for the guns and the, the kind of the trinkets they use and so on and so forth. Mirelle in this case she represents the more modern side of the like human evolution. It's hard to explain without exp spoiling anyone but the, the thing is right Mirelle represents for the most part of the anime she represents the modern evolution of technology and the passage of time in human society. That becomes a bit more clear towards the end, but I will not talk about the the end because there's a whole lot of things that happen that I don't want to spoil. Go watch the anime, it's pretty good in an artistic way, but uh, I'll get to that. Um, I'm getting really confused already because... Uh, I don't know where to take this review. This anime is so dense as a piece of media. I had to download the whole soundtrack just to take the feel of the whole thing. And it has four CDs. It is massive. And there are, let's, as they call it in the Wikipedia article, spiritual successors to Noir in Medilex and Caçador de las Brujas, done by the same studio and by the same director. It is dense, dense kind of piece of media. It, it is awesome as a point of reference to what the hell was happening in the early 2000s, but then again, the plot is not one of them, but I'll get to that. So, getting back to the story. So, Mirelle find, finds Kirika and they start getting chased by armed men and straight out to kill them and Kirika at this point is a Japanese schoolgirl basic stuff for anime really stereotypical and whatever but the two the two things that happen at the very start we meet Kirika is that Kirika has this one clock that stop not stopwatch this pocket watch made of silver and with engravings on the lid and she's really good at killing people for i mean she seems at the very start as she as if she was a kind of a hitman of some kind of something and from that point on they shake off the, their their pursuers and go to Kirika's home. Kirika then explains kind of the whole ordeal. And this is the start of the anime. So basically Kirika notices that she is really good at killing people. And that doesn't emotionally affect her. She has the, the awareness that she's not emotionally affected by the fact that she kills people. Although it saddens her. She does not cry. But the most important thing about the the whole this whole ordeal, the whole pilgrimage to the past, and so on and so forth, is that um, Kirika has lost lost her memories, and for the most part, although she knows her name is Kirika and she's at her home and so on and so forth, she knows for a fact 
that everything there is a lie. And she doesn't actually remember the truth. And so the whole pilgrimage to the past in Kaladil is to find out what the hell, who is she and what what is happening around her. Because from her point of view, there are armed pursuers trying to kill her and she, to, to this point, has dealt with anyone that came after her, but she's too confused because she doesn't know what the hell is happening. And for Mirelli, as the, the main protagonist, because, again, the main protagonists in this series are both Kirika and Mirelli. Also, just a um, just, um, little tidbit, Kirika is presented with also a signature pistol. It is a Beretta... M1934 or M34. It is a compact 38 special Italian gun which was used from what I could research by the Italian military in the early 1900s, more or less. And that's basically, I really thought it was a brownie, brownie high power at the start, but apparently I was, I was wrong. Anyways, back to the story. So, Kirika lost her memories and she wants them back. What is in for Mirelli that at this point she's just a French hitman that went to Japan to find something and we don't know yet. Um, when the pocket watch comes out, we see that there is this... Uh, Mirelli has this flashback about the same pocket watch and she as a kid present when someone dear to her died so there is this whole the scene becomes really heavy as Mirelli becomes ag aggressive towards Kirika and they make a pact more or less that and, and this is a lot of um, dramatic pauses and back and forth and whatever I will not do justice to the amount of drama that goes on this series. Again, go watch it. But Mirelli comes up with the pact with Kirika that at the end of the pilgrimage, when everything becomes clear, Mirelli will kill Kirika. Whether that happens at the end or not, it is up to you to watch it and whatever. The thing is, from this point on, what happens is a bit of kind of a wholesome kind of deal, so Mirelli takes Kirika in, basically, as the as her partner in being a hitman, and they start doing assorted work, so for a big chunk of the anime, actually, for like the first, I don't know, from the third to the 90th episode, more or less, I think they do assorted assassinations and attacks on people the the first bit is centered around some more political kind of strikes against terrorist cells and corrupt politicians and whatever or mafias and it never really returns to japan at this point uh, just to get you the setting at this point we stay in France for a whole lot of time and don't actually return to Japan anymore in this whole series, I think. They go on to visit other countries, but they never actually return to Japan after 
living there from on episode two. Just um, just just emphasize that because it is kind of um, I always find it interesting when kind of anime manga come out of Japan and go somewhere else. Like it, it is fun to see the depiction of the um, different different countries and whatever. Reminds me a lot of Gunslinger Girl, actually, but that's... that's um, I already did that review. Anyways, so for the first few episodes, the, um, they just do assorted kind of assassinations and whatever. Until one point that they, they go to do an assassination, and from some point, the hunted become the hunter. And basically, they have to fight their way out against other assassins trying to go after them. And that's the first hint that the, um, the guys who are pursuing Kirika actually are found her with Mirelli. And now is, they are targeting Mire Mirelli also. And from this point on, the anime basically starts to pick up some pace. So, uh, just going a, a bit further, right? It's not so much of a mystery at this point because the, um, after they start actually being attacked by people, the um, ball starts to kind of roll, although the, the pacing is really, really slow. And most of the encounters are focused on the drama and the gunfights. The gunfights in this anime are really good. The choreography is really good, for the most part. There are some uh, some gunfights that don't actually have too much um, so much spice, I would say, so much um, creativity and whatever. But there are some that are really really nice to watch. I like to compare it to something like uh, something akin to Die Hard because Die Hard is actually a pretty good film. That is not a debate I'm having. That's just a fact. Anyways, so. After some time, then, some episodes, we get this first hint. I, I don't actually remember which episode it is and what situation it actually happens. But then, after some time, Mirelli finds out that the people who are chasing Kirika and her are called Sodats, or Sodas in Japanese. And basically, it turns out they are kind of a Illuminati kind of deal underground society and whatever that blankets the whole world and have sleeper agents across the globe and whatever, whatever. And so from this point on, the ch it's a goose chase against the Sodats because um, Mirelli at this point also reveals that um, her past is actually pretty uh, interlocked with the Sodats because she learns that the um, pocket watch that K Kirika has is um, stop us from the Soldats for whatever reason, and the Soldats were the reason why Mirelli like lost her family and her country. I don't know if it's a country or just a region or just a region of origin, being Corsica. But the whole thing is pretty slow, as the way they actually do the um, the drip feeding of the story beats. Also, because the, this is one of the points that I see a lot, is that the story is pretty slow-paced. And I tend to agree. The um, Some episodes are straight up just... I would not say unwatchable, but they get pretty boring after some time. Because you just want the story to continue and they keep 
rolling the same flashback again and again and it was like god damn it just just give me the next page but they are more the flashbacks are mostly important for the drama of the series because they try a lot to cement the roles of Kirika and Mirelli. And now I, I will stop talking mostly about the story. I will talk most more more openly about the the whole thing. More I'll gloss over some some details just to, for the sake of not spoiling anything. But from this point on, when the soldiers appear in the picture, the the um, anime kind of takes a turn. So one of the details that happen a lot in the the first episodes is that for the most part, as Kirika is aware and she notes in the f first second episode, she knows for a fact that her name, her identity as a whole isn't real. And for the most part, Kirika is just the placeholder name for her. I don't know if it was um artistic choice or a plot choice even, but for... Uh, really good chunk of the anime I would say even towards the end right towards the so like the anime has 26 episodes even towards episode 16 I think Mirelli doesn't actually say Kirika for the whole duration of the whole anime she never calls Kirika by her name until a break point later on and for the most part, that's uh, that's basically a detail, but it is important to the understanding of the setting of the characters, I think. So, for the most part, we we get a whole lot of feels from job to job. We get to see that actually, uh, although this this uh, may be a bit morbid, Kirika is talented at doing her job. Let's say while Mirelle is one of those that she focuses on it she works hard to get good she is good but you can clearly see the difference in potential let's say and this is pretty early on you can get that although let's say social skill wise Mirale is so much better than Kirika Kirika is basically a child at the beginning even towards the end, she really, really is a child. She had... She, not so much that she's timid, but she has a hard time communicating with other people from what we can see um, in a whole lot of cases. And basically, the enemy starts really just spread out and not showing anything, and then when the... When the ball gets rolling, it kind of gets rolling. Although it's, again, pretty slow. Towards the end, it's pretty good, actually. The last, like, I would say six episodes are really, really good. But because at this point, um, in episode 20 or 21, the action is so much packed in. Because at this point, the, the um, resolution to the problem is basically at hand. But there's a whole lot of development that happens in between it and just some things get also revealed and it's a it's a mess it's a kind of mess and that's basically it for the whole plot of the the whole plot of the anime because um if i keep this on i will eventually uh, spoil something that i don't want to so 
let's talk about the, the technical part of the anime, let's say. The music, the animation, and so on and so forth. So, again, the plot is pretty... Not, I would not say weak, but is I would say badly presented. I don't know if it's something that they couldn't like translate into animation or something that maybe the people writing the script were not in tone with the director. I I can only I can only imagine these things, but there are so many plot holes. And so much things that just happen, some happen, some things just just appearing on your screen. They happen, and no explanation, and nothing. At some point, and I will admit, at some point, I basically gave up. I was like, yeah, so I'm confused, and I don't know where the hell this whole story is going. I don't know what I wanted to be at the end, and frankly, I don't actually know anything. I, for once, I, I was, I didn't have a clear vision of the anime itself. I had no actual villains, I had no actual, actually, heroes, because, I mean, I will cheer for the main characters, uh, Kirika and Mireli, but at the same time, there's no real opposition directly. Because although they they are being chased around and gunned down and whatever, they always come out on top. And it becomes so reassuring that they will just come out on top. That Not that there are no difficulties in the gunfights, but I don't know, man. It's just... seems like lacks opposition, maybe? I don't know how to explain it. But the thing is, right, again... What is the weak point in this whole anime? Talking about the animation, animation is superb for 2001 standards, but also for this type of animation, I would say even to today, if we did animation like that still, I would say it is really well animated. Hand-to-hand combat is really good. Close, uh, close quarters combat in general, armed or unarmed, hand-to-hand, but also at some points they use swords, at some point they use knives and whatever, blah, blah, blah. It is pretty good, pretty well made. For the time, it is, I would say, a really good thing. It is um, really well made, really well well presented. The photography, um, I mean, the way they, they present some scenes may be a bit confusing in some, some cases, but... For the most part, the animation is really, really good. Uh, just a bit about the pacing that I remember now. The thing is, uh, in 26 episodes, episode 13, that would be the middle of it, the of the whole anime, there is no end of season uh, kind of rush, like so many other animes that has have the two seasons, namely the one... The, the one example I can think of from the top of my head is Guilty Crown. Guilty Crown at episode 11 has a big, big, big break in the whole story. Noir actually no no changes noticed. Like episode 13, 14, they are normal episodes that they just just happen and that's it. That's just a detail, but I think it it is 
uh, important for my review to to notice that. Now and now, talking about the, the my favorite part, not from this anime necessarily, but the my favorite part in general when talking about this, it is the music. Oh my god, the music is so good. It is so well made. I mean, some people may not like it, and I can see why, because they they actually go wild with the music. When the music hits in this anime, and it is, uh, it may be jarring to some people, and maybe you will want to lower your volume. But the thing is, when the music starts in this anime, they up the volume and they make sure that you remember them, uh, the, the songs. Some of the songs are really not only iconic, but they have this strange, strange feeling that they are not to be placed in the type of scenes they are placed in, but after some time you just go like, yeah, this kind of fits in, and that's just awesome. So they made some... Most of them, from what I can remember, are just like sound soundscapes kind of deal, so they mix up some orchestral with maybe some synth and some other some other genres in the middle of it and it is it is good it is just straight up good uh, the opening is pretty good the ending is pretty pretty good one of the combat musics let's say it is really nice i don't actually have the names here but uh, actually really nice the whole soundtrack is really, really good. And again, as I already said, I really, really like when they spend the money, they invest the time and money to up parts of the composure that are not only animation and story. When they go with music or composure in the whole, so presentation and whatever, I, I really like it. Having four discs of original soundtrack is nuts. It is amazing. Awesome. Just awesome. And so just to not keep dragging this on, just I will just give my opinion. So in, in general, what, what did I think about Noir? Why I watched Noir? And it is really, really strange thing to say. As I said at the beginning, I didn't know really what the where I wanted to take this review, and I still don't. The thing that I got from this anime is that it is mostly an art project, more than an anime for the sake of anime. So, just a, a quick bit, right? 2022, we are at this point in anime that anime have to be made to sell merchandise and to maybe score a second season, there is this whole thing about having two cores because whatever reason they want to divide a 25 episode season into two parts for no apparent reason. And the, the whole thing is really strange right now. And I, I took this one anime, Noir, there is a messed up kind of deal from the early 2000s just to say it was messed up back then, but again, this, this is kind of a, f a fever dream. This one is an anime made 
to be art, I would say, because for the most part, for the most part, this is not a normal anime. The plot is not the important bit. The the feeling is, the the vibe, the um, seeing the scene by scene, the the combat, the dramatic parts where they take these close-up shots and this mixed perspective and whatever that is the the, the noir experience the, the whole thing about noir is the experience for me and to me that that really ups the ante the um, the enemy is pretty good although i i'm certain that a lot of people will not watch it because it is just so strange and at some point the the plot may be may become really twisted or really just uh, you may get lost really and just drop it but that's the part of the fun i think uh, just the heads up i watched this on funimation i found it on funimation the quality was pretty good um, it was 16 by 9 which i i thought was really really different i really thought i would end up with a 4x3 but apparently they did a kind of remaster kind of deal and it is pretty good it is pretty good outside from that that's it so thank you for listening and if you like my reviews if you like this channel if you like the work i do please like share follow subscribe depending on the platform you are uh, i hope you stick around and see you next time. Bye.